0: you're entering the entrepreneur's online business zone. Paycheck to Prosperity podcast is for the entrepreneur who strives to know everything about online marketing strategies, sales funnels, and automation. There's even a dose of practical wisdom, mindset exercises, and powerful encouragement. If you're ready to catapult your business into the internet stratosphere, strap yourself in and get ready to take off. Here's your host, Jerry Chambers. This episode is sponsored by Paycheck to Prosperity. Grab your Do You Have What It Takes to Be an Entrepreneur? Self-assessment at PaycheckToProsperity.com.
1: Hey, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. I have an awesome guest with me today, someone I've known for, gosh, I think it's going over three years now, saw me through my fledgling business days, and I've developed a very strong business and personal relationship with her. Her name is Ellen Violette, and let me tell you a little bit about Ellen. She is a book creation, book marketing, and business coach. She is a six-time number one best selling author and creator of the bestseller business blueprint. Ellen is also a two time ELIT award winner, recipient of the Be the Change Award, and a Grammy nominated songwriter. She creates book and business strategies using publishing and content marketing for thought leaders, coaches, independent professionals, speakers, and authors. And you can learn more about her at bestsellerbusinessblueprint.com. More about her and her business and what she does there. Um, I'm excited to have her on. So she's got a load of information I already know. I already know where we're going with this. So you all may want to get out a pen and a piece of paper and start frantically writing because you're going to want to utilize what she's telling you to do. Ellen, thanks for being on the show today. How are you doing? Good. I'm happy to be here. Awesome, I am too. You know, Ellen has interviewed me before and I thought, oh man, you know, it's such a privilege, you know, to be interviewed, to be asked, you know, some questions and to share your knowledge. But now I get to ask you and it's a privilege that you would even come on my show and then I can ask you. So this is awesome. Thank you so much. Wow. My pleasure. Well, we're going to go ahead and dive right in and I want you to share all your knowledge. I know this is going to blow these people away because I know the first time I saw your webinar and this was three years ago and I got it. I told you this before this story. I was on Twitter and I received a tweet, you know, came through in my, my little fledgling, um, feed about your webinar. And Mm -hmm. I think it was how, was it how to use, um, how to write a book and build three your three days resume, or less. Or oh, uh huh. In three days or less. Yeah, I think it will because that's the workshop I went through. So I came into your show just a little fleeting. I didn't even know what I was in for, but now I know. So I want everybody to just be prepared. Just get some information. This is going to be awesome, and it's going to change the way your business runs and how you see things. I'm telling you. So, firstly, I'm going to ask you, what is the difference between writing a book? And writing a book to grow your business. Well, when you write a book to grow your business, what you do is you figure out how it's going to help your business. In other words, what do you want it to do in your business and how is it going to help you grow? So, you know, there are lots of ways that you can write a book and there are lots of things that you can write about. But um, what you have to do is you have to think about what you want each book to do. So in other words, like what I tell people is, the first book they're going to do is to really think about how they, uh, you know, want people to understand their business. You know, what do they need? What do people need to know about your business to want to work with you? And then down the road, you know, you can write other books on very specific things that are in your business. So or on other programs that you have. You know, maybe you have more than one program in your business. And you'd have a book on each one of those. But the first one should be like an overview of your business that gets people to understand what you're about, you know your values, where you're going, and how you can help them. That is awesome because people a lot of times think, I'm just going to write a book and tell people about me or what in the world would a book do for me or I had no idea like me. I had no idea about writing a book, and I know I'm not a writer. That was not my mm-hmm. – my goal was to, to get a bunch of books out and to be rich, you know, as a writer or something. But mm-hmm. purposely, this type of book is to, to build, grow your business, to build your business and get the information out there. So that's an awesome purpose. Right. Um, for those of you who do not think that, oh, I'm not an author, you know, it's not really my passion. It's not what I want to do. I totally understand that. I get you. But it's a game changer. And let me just ask the next question for you, Ellen. Is what are the benefits of writing one? You you mentioned a few. What are some other benefits of writing a book about your business? Yeah. Well, the first thing is is that 81% of people want to write a book and less than 1% ever do. I mean, it puts you in rare company, and it lets people uh look at you in a different way. You know, they now see you as an authority, and so. If you're going to have a book and somebody else shows up in your business, you know, like your competition and they don't have a book, generally they're going to choose you over the other person. That's first of all. And second of all, it stops a lot of that, you know, people getting to know you time because if they can go and get your book and they've already now know something about you, they're going to be, and and they want to take the next step, they're more primed to now want to work with you than if they just come to your website and they really don't know anything about you. So there's that. Um, The other thing is, is that, and this is something that I love, but um, Amazon has two kinds of promotions that you can do with your books if you put it in something called KDP, which you have to do an exclusive for 90 days to do this. But um, when you do it, I love it, especially for newbies because, you can get started without having a list. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because there's all these announcement sites, there's this cottage industry that's grown up around doing KDP launches, and so all of those sites can drive all this traffic to your, your book, and we start out, you know, doing it for free, but you can build a list and, you know, start to get people on your list and start to market to them and sell them other things, and the money is in the list. So, you know, as good and fun – uh, if you like it, I, I happen to love it, uh, mm-hmm. social media is, you know, that's people get to know you, but then when they're ready to take the next step, that's when they get on your own subscriber list, and that's where you really get the people that mm-hmm. that are more, uh that are going to be more of your buyers. That's perfect. The first thing that I think sold me originally and why I wrote a book is mm-hmm. the authority word, That, that Mm -hmm. authority word and that, you know, like you said, you know, it's either you or it's someone who hasn't written a book. And if you've written a book, I'm just telling you, especially if you've taken it to number one, which by the way, Ellen does flawlessly on my dad. Um, Mm -hmm. you you. can say, you're welcome. You can say, you know, I have a number one best selling, whatever that is, you know, Mm -hmm. book that tells you how to whatever or several, you know, um, right. That's awesome. yeah and you know there are there are three there three phases to doing a book launch, so some people come to me they just want to get it to number one, you know other people want to get it to number one and build a list, and then other people want to do those two plus have a back end where they can uh make money on the back end as well and um you know to do that though you need to really to have if you, if you're not the authority yet, you need to have joint venture partners who already have that connection with their audience. So uh, people are like, not gonna And that's another thing That Ellen gold in it. What? You do an awesome job at that too, because I had no idea what a joint venture was before I before I met you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well that's how I started my business. I mean day one I started with joint ventures and I you know, doing my workshop, doing joint ventures and I made thirteen thousand dollars in my first six weeks with my first offer. But you can't do it without joint venture partners, um, unless you are going to spend a lot of money on advertising. So, joint venture mm-hmm. partners are free, and, um, you know, it's just doing something where you have something they want, they have something you want. What you want is their list. What they want is the information that you have that they either don't have time or don't want to create or don't know how to create. Right, and that is, um, it's funny that you mentioned your list. You know, I, I'm doing an email marketing build out your email marketing plan challenge right mm-hmm. now. And, um, you know, I hopefully it will be circulating for a long time. It walks you through that now. I've been stressing that, you know, get people into your funnel, get people on your list, your subscriber list, you know, whatever terminology you want to use. But it's so important to get those people, um, get the contact information. It's basically all you're doing, you're getting their email address so you can continually nurture. So this is a very good lead driver, so to speak. Right. Um, in our right. vernacular that I've been talking about. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So – Let me ask you this. There's people out there that are saying, write a book that sounds overwhelming. I mean, I just can't even imagine writing a whole book. You know, I mean, everybody's read a book. There's a lot of content Mm -hmm. that goes into that. So, I mean, just in general, how long does it have to be? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the questions I get asked most often, and the truth is it has to be as long as it takes to give the information that people are expecting to get. So. You know, if you had a book that was three pages long and people made a million dollars every time they used your book, would they care that it was three pages? I don't think so. (laughs) But, um, you know, but normally speaking, what happens is there is sort of a price-to-page ratio, and it also depends on what your topic is. If you go to Kindle and you look at different topics, you'll see different prices for different page lengths within different niches. So both of those things are important, how many pages and then what niche. But, um, you know, some of the shorter books now are are 30 to 50 pages. I think 50 pages is good, you know, for a shorter book. And a lot of people are now writing, you know, like one big book a year and then a bunch of little short ones. And other people are just writing short ones. I mean, it really just depends, you know, on A, what your strategy is, and B, um, what you've told people they're going to get from reading your book right so it's flexible and then you know not only the length of it but how would even how would someone even go about getting started in something that seemingly overwhelming well i that's why my business has, is now called the bestseller business blueprint because to me there really is a chronology and you should do it in order okay and so to me the first step is doing what i call my marketing and visibility study and The reason for that is twofold. Now, what a lot of people do is they'll write the book, and then they start thinking about marketing, and that is (laughs) wrong, okay? Because what happens is, and I I had one woman come to me, she spent $20,000 on a book. It was useless because it didn't connect to the market. Everything had to be redone. Sometimes people come to me there in the middle of the book. I had someone come to me, and she was writing a book about being fearless. And we went and did the, the study, and people weren't buying books about being fearless. They were buying books about being fearful and having anxiety, and how do I get over it? So you've got to find the right words and the right concepts that people are looking for. You have to meet them where they are. It's like people will say, oh, well, this, you know, what I'm teaching is so great because I'm, you know, that I have to educate them because it's so new. Well, when you have to educate people, first of all, it takes a lot more money to do that, a lot more advertising, a lot more work on your part. And secondly, you know, sometimes you can't bring people to where you are. You have to bring you to where they are. Okay, mm-hmm. so so that's really you know the key. And so the when you do the marketing and visibility study, we look at Google Ad uh, AdWords. You know, how many what words are getting clicks? And then we take that and we go over to Kindle. And now we look at you know uh, what pages do you want to show up on because there are some pages that have. Tons and tons of books and others that don't. I mean, I was working with one client who was a fiction writer, and uh, the, uh, he, he, it was on China, and we went to one page, which I think was just China, and I think it was like 2.3 million books. I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I never had anything close to that. I thought, how the heck am I going to get him to number one with this? But, you know, by, by listening to him and hearing, you know, exactly what the book was about, then uh picking the right categories and doing the launch, we were at number one within an hour. I went to the market, and I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? I came back, and we'd already gotten to the launch. So that just shows you it's it's being in the right categories with the right keywords. If you don't know what those are, then you may not have them in your title. You may not have them in your subtitle. And so now you're writing your book in the dark. And so I, I highly recommend that people don't do that. Definitely. Really, right. Don't want them to do that. You know, yeah. That's right. There's, nobody's got time for all that, you know, waste of, it is just so wasteful. And so doing uh-huh. that upfront first is so important. That's something, again, that I learned three years ago. And if you don't have somebody tell you this and walk you through the process, you're, you're in, getting in for disappointment. I'm just, yeah. It, it could yeah. be really bad. So just do the stuff that you need to do up front Very wise. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Lesson learned. Um, and then so people are thinking, you know, this, I thought this in the beginning. So, Yeah, we go to the library and we go to Barnes & Noble and we go to like stores and we get the physical book. Yet now you have Amazon, you have Kindle and and all these other platforms. So what do you say, physical book or ebook? I say it depends on your budget and also on your book. I mean, it's always nice to have both. But if you don't have the budget, then you want to start with Kindle. It's a lot less expensive um, because, you know, when we do Kindle, we just do a cover and then we format the book. When you do a physical book, you've got to do a front cover, a back cover, and then inside design as well. So uh, that does add up. And then, you know, how many books are you going to get? I mean, there is publishing on demand. You don't have to buy a bunch of books. But let's say, for instance, I'm working with somebody right now. We're doing a proposal, and she's written a recipe book or she's writing a recipe book. And so she's thinking, okay, well, I want to, you know, do 250 books. Well, I just went into Spark and, and put in, you know, kind of a, um, a test case of what it might come out to. And it's like four grand, you know, just for the books because she wants 250 of them. So, you know, another way to go is, I mean, you could definitely, if you didn't have the cash to do that, you could just take a flyer, you know, a sheet, and let's say you're speaking live, and go and give people the sheet and say, you know, this is where you can find the book. You know, on your computer or your smartphone and, and just give them the link, you know, and then they could get it right there. So again, you know, it, it, I mean, it's impressive to be able to be in a room and be able to hand out books. Uh, but even when you're in that kind of situation, like if you're networking and you hand out books, you want to be selective if you're doing that because it is costing you money. Whereas once you create your mm-hmm. Kindle book, you know, it doesn't cost you anything. But there, there is right. still some more, pre, there is still more prestige in physical books. But um, for self publishing authors, actually, self publishing is, is doing better. E books are selling more from self published authors than from publishers of authors. They don't really know mm-hmm. how to sell them properly. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for our market, too, it seems like, and I love a hard, you know, the actual physical book, but mm-hmm. because we're on the run, and because we have our laptops in front of us all the time, and we have our smartphones, mm-hmm. it's so easy to access an ebook. And, I mean, right, that's right. all we read around here now. You know, if we're going to read something, it's going to go, you know, down on our Kindle or whatever. So right. um, Well, I'll tell you. For you, I'll ease, tell you another- it's great. Yeah. But another way to get started, and this is how I started. I started with a collaborative book. The first book I was in, I wrote two pages, you know. I, I didn't write the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know how to do anything. And I just, uh, you know, gave my story and, uh, worked with people who knew what they were doing. They got the book to number one and then you get, but in those days, you know, we didn't have self-publishing. We didn't have POD. I had to buy a ton of books and a bunch of them were still sitting in my, in my storage unit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, you know, if I had them here, I would probably, you know, now i give them away as, you know, just extra bonuses to people and stuff. But, um, yeah, but that's, I mean, that is another way to go. If it's just completely overwhelming to you and you want somebody to walk you through, you know, we're doing collaborative books where we, I also teaching people marketing as their book. So they're, they're learning some of the pieces without being overwhelmed by the whole process. So it's just, but that's not the same thing. I mean, if you're trying to get, a, you know, a, a book out there that's on your particular business and you want to do your own book, but let's say somebody's doing a collaboration book on a topic that's connected to your business in some way, then right. you know it's certainly something to look at, right? So it's like a JV, but for a book. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. I love that. Um, now, you know, you talked about cost, and obviously, it would be a little less of a of an entry cost for an ebook over mm-hmm. a physical book. But let me mm-hmm. ask you this: So let's say I know how much it's going to cost me to get into it. How much yeah. money could someone potentially make? This is my least favorite question because it really depends, you know, on how you're using it and how diligent you are. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, you know, if you're going to networking meetings and you're handing out books and you get a client and, you know, your starting price is $500, let's say, you know, for consultations or whatever, um, let's say it's even $100, you're just getting started, you know, what's that worth to you? You know, then you you can work backwards. You can say, well, how many of those do I need before – I'm, I'm making money and how much money do I want to make?
0: Um
1: also on, on, uh, Amazon, you know, having one book is great. Having more books is better. If you're just looking to sell books passively, then it takes, you know, some books and it also takes consistent marketing. Uh, if mm-hmm. you do it so that, you know, as I said before, you know, if you do what I call my platinum deluxe package where we do the bestseller and we do the, uh, building the list and we do a back and I've seen people make as much as $30,000, you know, on, on mm-hmm. an event. So, I mean, it runs the gamut from zero, you know, to, to $30,000 at the top end. So it just depends. There is no, no answer a that. Yeah, yeah, but
0: yeah, and just really say.
1: quickly, yeah. yeah, what? What I was going to say though is that if people understand that the long term value of a book, mm-hmm. like what you were saying earlier, is huge. And so you can't, you know, if you're really serious about this, you can't really look at it and say, well, you know, okay, I'm spending this right now. I better get this back in the 10 days. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, if somebody says, I'm a, even if somebody says, I'm the best-selling author and somebody else, like what you were doing my biography, saying Ellen's a six-time author, well, which one sounds better? You know? Mm-hmm. So, again, the more you build on what you have, the more credibility you get, the more money you're gonna make. So it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's not like one book, I'm rich, that's it. You know, every once in a while that happens. I mean that woman who wrote, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey or Rich Dad Poor Dad or whatever. But even mm-hmm. Rich Dad Poor Dad, I mean he didn't think it was any big deal, you know, Kiyosaki and it was really somebody who worked with him who said this is a gold mine and we have to do this and she actually, I think, went on and marketed it and got it out there for him. So You know, it's all Mm -hmm. in how you look at it. If your goal is to just make passive income, you can make quite a bit. I mean, when people, you know, do start doing series of books and have lots of books up there, I mean, they the, the goal on that one is to try to get it to where that covers your nut and you never have to worry about your nut again and now everything else is gravy. So, really, it depends on your strategy and how you approach it. Right. And point being, there are different strategies. And so not knowing and going into it blind and really not knowing your plan or why you're doing it and all that. So Mm -hmm. the planning and the, the knowledge of the strategy and the, and the, the book market, the ebook market and how you market it and all that. It is so important to get all that upfront stuff done. Otherwise you're doing it for nothing. It can be such a powerful lead generator, authority builder, and all those things if you use it right. And so, you know, leading into now, you know, the very, let's say you've done all that. Let's say, you know, people are in, man, they're listening. They're like, yeah, I can, I can totally see this. So how would you market it now? Well, I I have a two-step approach, as I said. One is doing the bestseller launch, and then two is a 30-day marketing or 31 days, depending on how many years a month, a 31-day marketing plan. And then what what I do um, when people go through my program is I tell them what to do each day, and I hope that they don't spend more than 15 to 30 minutes a day doing it. That's how it's set up. And then what they do is, you know, is they track the profit so that they're seeing which things that they're doing are working and which things aren't, and then they keep adjusting the plan so it just gets, you know, better and better and more efficient in less time. And -hmm. then, of course, also what happens is that new strategies come in, and so then, you know, we we add new strategies. So, for instance, I was doing one that had to do with uh, boosting your your fan page posts And literally the day after I finished it, they changed their boosting on Facebook. And it was like, oh, my God. So I had to go back and redo it. Like, now I'm just finishing that one up the very next day. And um, and then right then, you know, this great piece of software came out. And, um, you know, so now we're combining doing Facebook Live with the fan page and the boosting and all that. But, um, you know, things do change. So, you know, you have to stay up on it. So that's my job. And so I do that and then people, you know, get the new stuff as it comes out. That's perfect. I, yeah, I remember also, years ago. You don't um, want to do it by yourself, people. Yeah. <laughs> no, go ahead. And, yeah, you don't want to do it by yourself. 'Cause it's it's really a, a lot and you don't have time to do the testing and all that. You want to stay in your lane and yeah, and learn from the people who are in that lane. But um but the other thing is again and and then if you're networking you know, then that's another piece you can add. Where you go and you network, and then you know you can get your books there. You can go and do uh, live, you know, book events in in live in um, you know bookstores. You can sell your book to libraries, and there's lots of different things that you can do. My expertise is more in the online stuff because that's um, mm-hmm. uh, because I wanted to stay at home. Number one, I have an older husband who's not that well. And, uh, and I'm getting older myself, you know, and I, I just got burned out on networking all the time. And, uh, you know, you get, you reach a point where you want more passive income, you, maybe you don't want to do as many workshops, product launches, uh, you know, I, you know, after doing this for years, there comes a point where you go, I don't want to do another one of these, you know. So again, it depends on your strategy, it depends where you are in your business cycle. It might depend on your age, you know, whether you want to have an online, offline, and mine really is a hybrid. I mean, I do go to networking meetings because I did find one I really liked, but I don't go as often as I used to. And I became very selective about which ones I go to because some of them, they just didn't have a clue. But also, you have to realize that when I started, not everybody had a website. I mean, it was pretty new 2004. Now, it's much easier you know, for me to go to networking meetings and actually get something out of them. Uh, also, conferences are great. I mean, I've always loved conferences, but people who go to conferences generally have more money. They're more serious. So, again, it depends on what your topic is and, you know, what your strategy is. Seems like there's a lot of opportunity out there. It depends on, like you said, how much you want to hustle, how much you want to get it out there, right. how much is right. important to you for a marketing tool. You know, if you're Mm -hmm. if you're building this thing and you spend the hours and and the money to put into it, are you going to use it as a marketing tool? And how far are you willing to go? So it can be it can be great, absolutely. No, I see that. I see that. All right, Ellen. Oh my gosh. Okay. So once again, I feel like I've been through your workshop. I'm like, oh my (laughs) gosh, there's so much information. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for filling all that for us. And I hope everybody took notes and. For the ones that did not take notes, <laughs> where can people find you if they have more questions or if they want to just work with you right now? Where can they go and how can they get a hold of you? They can either send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at bestsellerbusinessblueprint.com. Bestsellerbusinessblueprint.com. Or they can call the office at 818-970- That is awesome. Everyone, I hope you enjoy the show. We are going to continue to talk about things that you can use to help market your business. There is more to come on the next episode. I'm hoping we're going to get a little more into some strategies. We've talked about tools. This is a tool with strategy, and we're going to just keep on getting deeper into strategies and things that you guys can use to boost your business online. I appreciate it again, Ellen. Thanks, everyone, for attending, and we'll talk to you all later. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Bye-bye, everybody. No problem. Bye.
0: Are you bogged down with too many tasks and need a fix now to save your business and your sanity? If so, claim your free strategy session with Jerry today at jerry.setmore.com, where she'll find solutions to rescue you and your business from failure. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes and share on social media. You can also go to the website at paychecktoprosperity.com forward slash podcast and click the subscribe button after you download the show notes.